This is the Entrepreneur Podcast with Amy and Jeff. We're a husband and wife team that has started and scaled salons in multiple markets, each with its own unique starting point. We launch each business with core strategies and by always staying true to our vision and brand. Tune in for ideas and inspiration on how to achieve wealth in your salon business, relationships, and family. Welcome to The Salontrepreneur. I'm your host, Jeff, along with Amy today, and we are talking about the goods and bads or the pros and cons of commission versus rental, whether that's a suite or a chair. We're going to kind of cover all of it because we can see all sides of it. We've tried all sides of it. We've had businesses that have mixed and matched all kinds of different business models. So I think this is one that you've got a lot of perspective, but also a lot of ideas on how to create the best culture, the best environment for your stylists and for your clients. And we're kind of building off of one of our recent podcasts. We're just talking about how massive this industry is and how massive the opportunity is and trying to brainstorm ways that we can all win bigger, win better. And so looking at this business model to me is is part of it. You know, it's one small part of it, but it's still a part of it. So talk about the, I don't know, where do you want to start? The the pros and cons of being a commission stylist or where would you yeah. like to start? Let's let's do that. Let's start there. Okay. Okay. What it, what is one of the big pros that you think of if you are a commission stylist? The salon support, hands down. I mean, and now this is going to vary. This is going to be different depending upon what kind of salon you chose to go to. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like ninety percent of the time, I would say that salon is going to back you because you're an employee. I mean, for me, I'm going to do everything I can for those employees. So support. I mean. Um, Making sure that your book is full as much as possible. Making sure that you have all the products in um, back bar that you need. Making sure that we have, you know, the wet line that we need and the retail and just all those things. You're literally going to have to clock in, do your clients and clock out and go home. You know, obviously all of us salon owners, we all want a little bit more from our stylist. I would love them to be marketing themselves. I, I always want them to post pictures so that I can tag them. All those kind of things are nice. It You can't make them do it, but it's a smart angle at this point in time in our careers. As stylists, we all should have an Instagram. We should be all doing that, marketing ourselves as well, mm-hmm. um, whether you're an employee or not. But those are the biggest things for me that you have the salon behind you. Right. So I think there's there's two things if you look at it from a salon owner standpoint and from a, a stylist standpoint. Yes. Certainly as a stylist, like you mentioned, the benefit is the support. Back on the salon owners, you better be supporting your stylist. That too, you, yes. You better be investing in making sure they have everything you mentioned from the back bar to the retail products to if the value is going to be there, then it needs to be sort of turnkey for them to show up, use their talents, create right. happy clients, and do it. So again, we're going to look at all these from both points of views because as a stylist, those are my expectations. If I'm coming in and you're supposed to bring this opportunity to me to some degree, you know, again, I, yes, I want to put in the work too, and I want to grow my own book of business for sure. But in general, we do see a lot of salons that really skimp on that. So it makes it really tough on the stylist to have success. And they're sitting with an empty 
book and it doesn't seem like there's any investment going into filling that book and all the benefits that we talk about from a commission perspective. So I think that's a good point. Definitely that team, that environment. Um, one I'd like to, I guess, add a little bit more is uh, I always think about the cancellations or if clients move someplace else to me, if you're, you only have your book of business and you're renting at this point in time, the second they're gone, they're gone. There's no, there's nobody new or there's not as much new stuff coming in the door as a salon that actually has maybe walk-in traffic. Maybe they're advertising for right. the salon. They're, like you mentioned, being very aggressive and keeping everybody's books as full as possible. That's a big one, I think, is when yeah. they're gone, they're gone. And if you don't have a means to to refill. Right. That's and it's, it's just harder to fill. It's not that you can't, you know, as an independent person, it's not that you can't market. It's not that you can't um, try to fill it yourself. You totally can. But it's not going to be as easy for one person to do it as a whole massive salon. And I know because I've done it. I've seen it. I've done it. Like, it's just not. It's not possible. Right. You know, and now on the flip side is I have to fill everybody. So there's that too. But it's just easier, like you said, just having a location. People are going to walk in. They're going to see your sign. They're going to all these things. Independent, either you're in a salon, so they don't they're not going to be able to find you as easy or you're going to be in a sweet location. Again, not as easy to find. So that is definitely a pro, you right. know, and I take it. Now you've got two people working. So you've got the stylist trying to fill themselves, hopefully. And then you've got the salon and the salon owner trying to fill you. You know, you've got more people back in you making sure that I want that schedule full. Of course, mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to sit. It's hella boring and no one wants to do that. And obviously we, as a commission stylist, you're going to make more money when you're working. Everybody knows that. Um, so you just, you have a much bigger chance of filling that. Right. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> excuse me. I think it's interesting. One of the big ahas we had in working with another salon is they were saying, Hey, you know, we're, they're kind of solo as a, a, a two people that were sharing a salon suite. And they're yeah. like, we're, we're spending marketing dollars. We're, we're doing the right things. And I was like, yeah, you are. But as we looked at their books, there were there were rarely the gaps that clients might be looking for. So you have to realize that if you're one person or two people in a suite, you might only be looking for like the two to four p.m. block. And if that's not going to work for that client that got that Yelp ad or whatever it is at that point in time, then they're on to the next one. Right. So a salon having potentially more areas and you can, you, there's just more volume and volume actually fills in those gaps versus if you're one person with a very specific window, it might not work for that client that you really wanted right. to get in there. So I think that's a big thing that people don't think about is like you mentioned, the refilling is challenging because it's very specific what you're looking for, what that window is. Maybe the window isn't big enough to even do a, a full head highlight or something like that. So right. it's really tough to fill that, those gaps when you're by yourself. Yeah. And in a salon, we can juggle things around to fill that gap. That's true. You know, I've done it off my schedule before. Had some new clients like I can't, I can't do them all myself. You've got a gap. You can, you can make sure their experience is way better than I can just fitting them in with mm-hmm. me. So let's, let's give them that experience. Cause I trust my team and I know that they're all going to do a really good job. And so I can fill that gap that way too. And I can make the, the customer happy. Right. No, I think that's one thing that's worked really well is being able to, we have a lot of new clients cause we have a new salon, but yeah. with a lot of new coming in, gives us the flexibility to create the right structure to maximize how many new clients we can take. And again, you can't do that if you've only got 
one little window. Right. And you don't have a book of business for a multiple stylist that I can go, Ooh, so-and-so wants to get in today. You know, you don't have enough time. Let's move this one to a different stylist so that you can get her in. Now we can maximize everybody's time, everybody's day, everyone's full. You know, those are the powers that we have being in this environment. Absolutely. Well, that's kind of one of the points that we have here is the the salon marketing. If you're a commission stylist or an employee, if you're hourly too, I guess that's an yeah. option too. The the salon marketing dollars work for you. Yes. Like they're spending all of their money, all of their marketing dollars to work to fill your books. That's it. You've mentioned this so many times. We are ecstatic when everybody is just stacked to the gills. It's not about, oh, I got a great new extension client today. That I mean, yes, you're excited about that, but not nearly as excited when the team, you know the team is going to do great. They've got some great new clients. You know they're going to hit it off personality-wise. I mean, there's just so many great things that happen. That's what a salon wants for their employees or their commission stylists is to, to maximize that and make those marketing dollars fill their books. Yeah, and, you know, again, that is why I work so hard. And I hope whatever salon you choose is doing the same. And, and now if you're at a salon that this isn't happening, then you're not at the right salon, right? in my opinion. But this is this is my goal always, is just making sure that we're all happy. We're all happy when we're busy. I mean, come on. We all like making money. We go there for that reason. If our day falls apart, it does suck. That does happen sometimes. That's just the industry we're in. Yep. Um, but usually there's something else that might come in and then, you know, it saves the day. But you don't have the opportunity as much to do that, like you said, as a one-off person. You just don't. Right. It's not possible. Yeah. And I mean, that is interesting about this business. As you said, it, your day could fall apart, but then all of a sudden the phone rings or people, totally. it's not like a dentist's office where there's just, boy, we got a lot of walk-in people mm-hmm. needing their teeth clean. You know, it just doesn't happen like that. So we are fortunate that, again, in that environment, there might be a way to resurrect what might be a lousy day, right. turn it into a really positive one with some new clients. So great point. Um this one seems obvious, but I think it always needs to be said is just the salon itself. If you are in, in a, in a commission salon or employee salon, they have the burden of the bills, you know, the business license, the products, the back bar, all the things you mentioned before, but that burden falls solely on the salon. You don't need to think about it. You don't need to think about a single thing other than showing up, being awesome at what you do, hitting it off with the clients and then on to the next. Yeah. And we use this analogy sometimes like when you know, cause, cause as salon owners and stuff, we feel it too. Sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, like it might be a slow day. It might be, you know, whatever it is. So we're like, wouldn't it be nice just to go into like Subway or one of the sub places and just make that sub and just not really care and just go home and not think about another thing. And, you know, um, obviously I don't want to make subs, but my point is like, you'd probably be good at it. You could almost do that besides thinking about your clients and your day. Yes, we, we do that too, but like, you can almost do that. Like, you don't have to go, oh, my gosh, we have to have all the products tomorrow. Uh, do we have everything we need? Oh, I hope so. D- does so-and-so have a key? Does, you know, who's going to answer the phones? Like, are we going to have enough towel? Like, you don't have to worry about that stuff. Right. That's not on you. But the bills are a big one, you know. So when it's slow, yeah, no no employee wants it to be slow either for themselves. But I don't want it slow. I have all these bills to pay. Right. I have all the back bar to cover. I have the lease to cover, you know? So all these kind of things, they, they're they on me. So I have to make sure that I'm going to get aggressive and make sure everybody's full. And that's that's what I love about it, to be honest with you. But there's a lot more that goes into it. So 
that is definitely a pro and you don't, I, I know people don't really think about all the, the little things that are, that you pay for and cover. I know it because I probably wouldn't have thought about all these things had I not been in the position I'm in. Right. Right. Like you think, oh, I'm just going to rent a chair. I only have to pay for that weekly rate, that monthly rate, whatever it is. That's not a big deal. Like I'm stacked with clients. That is not all you have to cover. Right. You have all of your color. You have all your back bar. You have all your license and insurance. And I mean, there's so many more things that go into it that will eat into your profit. And if you're good at numbers, which a lot of us are not, but if you are good at it, if you actually took the time to look at how much you're bringing in and how many bills are, there's not a lot left unless you're just crushing it. There's really not because there's a lot coming out of what you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. I mean, just breaking that down, it's it's not as sweet and pretty as you think. And yes, you can come and go as you please. I try to allow my my styles to do that as much as possible anyway. So some salons will as well. But I mean, it's not it's not always like that. The grass is not always greener. Yeah. Well, we got contracted to do that very analysis. We yes. did. We compared everything from rental to commission salon to I believe is like sixteen dollar an hour employee. And we did the math on all of it. And you had to really be rocking on your own to make it make more sense once you add all the things you're talking about, the the additional stress of it. So again, it works for some people and and that's great. But if we're just kind of looking at what's what's the optimized lifestyle that people are trying to look for, I think there's some more upside there. And yeah, I mean, if you want to go through the whatever it ended up being like a 20 page presentation <laughs> I pulled together for that yeah. uh, that salon group um we well, got and, some good and, good numbers and just look at the build out that I did on my suite like how much money that cost me you know cuz I wanted it to be amazing and right. it was for a suite but I mean it wasn't cheap it wasn't as inexpensive as I was picturing until I got in there and I know I can't do things little but right um yeah so just thinking about all those things it's it's good if you're an influencer, if you've got a lot of, you know, followers and stuff like, yeah, you might be crushing it in a suite. That's great. That's rare. But it takes a long time to get there. Definitely. So. Well, and I I mean, another one that I, I like for the business that you're in is, I mean, we're we're putting extensions on stock. Like we have. Yeah, I got I got thousands and thousands of stock. Like thousands, thousands. of dollars worth of extensions so that we can make sure that every employee can give them the extensions that day if they're ready for it. I mean, we turn away very little business because we keep a lot of inventory on hand. There's nobody on their own. You'd be honestly silly to do that because you'd just be sitting on sunk inventory for months, but we can turn it over fast enough because we have enough stylists to make it make sense that can actually do the extensions. So again, Think, think about the situation you're in. This oh, yeah. isn't, again, trying to be too one-sided. Look at your situation. Make sure it makes sense. And if you're on the fence about which direction to go with your career, I think some of these points here are stuff for you to consider. And also, if you're a salon owner, these are things you need to consider, too, that if you're going to make this a good experience, you should be doing these things for your stylist. Yeah, and I think one thing I see as some salon owners, too, they they go super heavy at the beginning, and they're just, like, so into it. They're... They're doing all the things, they're doing all the marketing, they're making sure that their place looks great. And then time goes on and we get comfortable and we don't do those things anymore. Right. And so then we wonder why we can't get stylist, why why our books are slow now, why is our business kind of died off? Well, you know, 
It's because you're not doing any of the things you did at the beginning when you were excited. Right. Like you started going, okay, well, now we have clients. So now I'm just going to, we can just take these clients and I don't have to spend money. You can't do that. Right. You can't can't. stop. No, you need to be the solution to churn and turnover and Mm -hmm. clients and and everything else. So yeah, that's a big one. Uh, Just a couple other points to hit, I think. And you mentioned this before, but I think we can talk a little bit more about it is the team culture and just the atmosphere. Yeah. We've said this many times and having been in a suite before and not been in a suite, actually having some of the clients that were in between the two, it's obvious they like the space. They like the energy. Um, If you have a salon that has some ambiance, you know, to it, those things are what clients are looking for. And again, there may be some clients that are like, I love the privacy of just the room itself. Yeah. And, And that may work great for them. That's that's fine. But I'm saying in general. What we've seen and heard from lots of clients is the preference of the energy because they're getting side conversations. They're talking to each other. They're talking to the other stylists. I mean, there's just a different energy when you have a team, a culture, and an ambiance in in that environment, in that business. Then it truly is a business to me. Yeah. And not, not just like the energy and vibe, but that's huge too. But they're also seeing another service done next to you that they want now. I mean, I see it all the time with extensions. Like we'll have a day where everybody in the salon's like watching me do extensions, so-and-so do extensions, doesn't matter. And they're like, oh, and then all of a sudden everybody's doing extension consultations around me too, all my stylists are because everybody wants them. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, so it it's that it's that kind of energy. It's that kind of feel. And not everybody's for themselves. Everybody's a team and I just love it. You fall flat on something, you know, so-and-so is willing to help you out because she's your teammate. Right. We're partners. We, and I'm, and I stress this so heavy in the salon. So it ha- that makes everybody more comfortable, you know, as a stylist too. We always, we run late sometimes. We yep. run ahead sometimes. Some people change their mind on what they're getting. Some people want to add more things. It, it happens every day, all the time. Yep. So when you have that backup, you're like, okay, I'll take that full highlight. I was only going to do a partial. I don't have a ton of time, but I know my friend over here, my stylist, coworker, she'll help me out because mm-hmm. she's got time to help me wash and tone and whatever. Yep. So that's, that's the vibe. That's the energy. And that's where you get client satisfaction too, because they're happy because now they've gotten exactly what, exactly they, wanted. what they wanted. Yep. No, uh, again, I think we talk about this topic a lot. To me, it's still one of the number one considerations in this industry yes. is the the rent versus you know um, the 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 lonely room rent, the chair rent versus yeah. commission versus hourly. Uh, there's different uh, some team pay and other stuff out tons, there. I mean, there's all different these different stuff, yes. models that yes. have been tried and true. But I think the the main point here is whatever that looks like. You need to be thinking about the client experience and as a stylist and as an owner, you need to be making sure that you're getting the things that should be, I'll say in air quotes, promised to you in the role that you're playing in that business. If you're an owner, you need to provide for your team. And, and you need continue. to grow that team and continue. Great point. Yeah. Keep, don't let your foot off the gas. And we've said that many times, like so many times people get complacent in any business, in any industry, yeah, like, eh, you know, I'm coasting so now, Yeah. but you coast you lose clients and then it just starts to snowball in a negative direction. And then you're trying to spend money to market, but you can't pull it all together that fast. So keep the, keep the momentum, I guess, and start to look at what makes the most right. sense for you. Yeah. And, and if you do that, then you don't ever have to worry about like people do change their mind. People do move on like stylists. They move too. like, just 
things happen in life. They yeah, we moved. <laughs> but like, you know, they they might want to retire. They might whatever the case might be. They might be getting married and so like if you don't take your foot off the gas, then you've got this constant backlog on stylists that are willing to work for you too when you have a chair open. I mean, it's it's just the way it's the energy, it's the culture, the other stylists are watching and see it too. Mm-hmm. And so that's how when I I hear all the time from business owners too, they're like, I can't fill the chairs. I can't fill the chairs. Well, it's because, you know, I can look at that salon in two seconds and tell you a reason why you can't fill the chairs. You probably gave up on your salon a little bit too. And, you know, whether it's the the setting, the uh, all the equipment's old, the the vibe's old, you're not marketing, your your Instagram sucks. Whatever it is, that's why. That's mm-hmm. why you're not getting stylists that want to work for you. Right. So- it, it just helps. Yep. Keep going. Yeah. Well, again, hopefully this gave you some points to think about, I think, across the board. Hopefully there's some inspiration to get a little kick in the butt. If you are a, a salon owner and you're letting your team down a little bit, step up, do the right things. And as a stylist, looking at where you want to go with your career, what makes the most sense, right. we're always happy to have further conversations around that. But you know, we feel pretty strongly the, the best way to do it is where it's more of that team approach because there's just more upside for everybody if done right. If you're in a place that doesn't have that perspective, then we totally understand why you want to just go do your own thing, not have anybody else to worry about but yourself. We get that too. So there's, you know, there's give and take, I'm sure. But yeah, keep the focus on growing. Yeah. And and you could say that by renting a chair in a salon that you have that, you're like, well, I rent a chair, but I have the team. I have all that. It's not the same. It's not going to be the same. You are for yourself. It might be, there might be a little bit of that. And I'm not saying that you can't. I've seen those too, but it's not the same. I mean, for me, I've had that before too. I've had those salons too. I'm not going to support you like I'm going to support an employee. I'm not. Right. I have way more skin in the game. So it's it's just a little different. Not saying it's not doable. Maybe if it works for you, great. But these are what we've seen and tried. Yep. Cool. Well, I think that's good for this week. Again, massive industry that's out there. Let's find a way to work together better and have some success together. Have a great week. Bye.